0: zwei Brüder, Klaus und Bernd aus dem Ruhrpott und, ähm, tja, die Legendary Pink Dots. Kennt ihr vielleicht eine Mischung aus Pink Floyd und Klassik, aus Bert Brecht und äh, Pomprock, all das ist drin und wir werden uns mit Case äh, Bell Edwards, dem Vordenker von den Legendary Pink Dots, hier gleich unterhalten und treffen. Ich habe
1: Legendary Pink Dots um, I ich mache Musik ein nicht so von categorization in general, I mean the legendary Pink simply does what it does
2: Everyone, this is another episode of That Record Got Me High. I'm your host Rob Elba, and it's great having you all here. We have another episode, and I'm excited. We have another duo, a duo couple that I'd like to welcome to the show. We got Alan and Barb Vest, Oklahoma City Art Pop. I saw it, uh, you your band sort of uh, designated as a art pop band. That's pretty good, right? Hey, okay. <laughs> <laughs> a double V. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah, we're a little hard to pigeonhole, so. Yeah, so well, definitely. We'll people.
2: discuss that a little too. Uh yeah. Double V, Alan and Barb. Best, uh, you have a new album, Treat Her Strangely. Look at got now. Always
1: fine with a new set of eyes. She got yellow spectacles to match mediums, never home.
2: And it's great. I uh, full disclosure, I got it uh, a couple days ago, and I'm listening to it, and it's great. I always, I, I'm always nervous because if I get it, like, what if it sucks? What if I don't like it? Then I probably, I, I guess, I wouldn't say anything. You know. Uh, <laughs> well, we appreciate it. Yeah. But it does not, and uh, it's available. It's on Bandcamp, so you can go to double V. That's double V E E. dot Bandcamp. dot com to check that out. Uh, and yeah, and we'll I'll definitely play some of that in the intro and the outro. But we are not here to talk about that. What are we here to talk about? Right, Alan and Bob? legendary Pink Dots album called
3: The Maria Dimension.
2: Yeah. And so originally, when I said, "All right, what album you're going to discuss?" and you told me this, no, no idea. As far as I know, I'd never heard of them. But then uh, come to discover they're this band that I guess they've been around since uh, 80, right? They formed in right. 1980, but they have tons of records out, right? Tons of they've releases. They've got
3: about 47 albums over 41 years. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: And, and, and that's just the
2: beginning. Yeah, right,
3: With two of the original members, the founding members that are have been throughout.
2: Edward and Phil. Mm-hmm. And they're still, as far as I can tell, they're still going,
3: right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They just released a new album, and I kind of thought about maybe we should talk about that, but... Now this is a re- I mean all right. yeah so
2: yeah. I dove into it of course you know not knowing uh, the legendary pink dots and just cold and I didn't I didn't know what they were going to be like and it it's uh, it's great it's great stuff I mean the sound I guess much like your band the sound is kind of hard to pin down because it's psychedelic at times yeah. and but then at times it's also modern it's very modern sounding so this particular album that we're talking about the Maria Dimension. Came out in 1991.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. which is so strange to me, you know. Like yeah, I,
2: it is listening to it because yeah. you could have told me it was 60s no, or, or late 60s, yeah, yeah. late 70s or late 80s. You could have said any yeah. of those, and I would have uh, believed it. It does have yeah.
0: some. It does have a little bit of like a, a keyboard stuff that like is questionable. Like, is that a real trumpet or is that a keyboard? You know, yes. like things like that. Yes, the for only sure. thing that kind of gives it like maybe an 80s or 90s, you know, or up, you know.
2: Right. Feeling. All right. So here's the, the big question, first of all, like how do these two young kids, Oklahoma <laughs> City uh, band kids, how did, did you guys both discover them together or did one of you turn the other one on to it? What's what's your legendary Pink Dots story? Barb's going to take, a, take yeah, this. Yeah, that was,
3: yeah. Huh? I turned Alan on to this one. Oh, nice. Actually, yeah, he'd never heard of them. We actually had, there were i I've heard
0: of them before. Or heard any other music yeah oh okay, oh, okay right just heard oh, of yeah them. but
3: i've been a fan since like 1994 and old an ex-boyfriend had introduced me to them and saw them for the first time at the bottleneck in lawrence kansas oh in nice 1998 when they were promoting um an album called nemesis online which is an amazing album there's a
1: riot in the cell block boats sliding down the phone mutating source- Foresty shower shop via a smugger and someone a wearing
3: spaces on the subway. Take out pleasures from a screen. Give us something. us Go ahead, I'll pluck you in. The next morning after that concert actually like walked out of my hotel room, motel room and saw Edward there talking on a uh, payphone. And I was like wearing a pink dot shirt that I bought the night before, and he just like smiled and waved, and it was kind of one of those weird, weird moments, kind of in the middle of nowhere.
0: You've had a, we've had a couple, uh, we've met him a couple times.
3: Yeah, he's a very, and
0: Barb, yeah, you email him,
3: yeah, yeah, really nice.
2: So Edward, how do you pronounce his last name? Uh, Cuspel, Cuspel,
0: Cuspel, Cuspel,
3: like Robert De Niro, (laughs) Cuspel.
0: All right, actually, we we just Barb had emailed him asking him that, so. Oh, okay. Well, nice, yeah. nice.
3: <laughs> it was kind of we funny didn't know either. You know, I've been a fan for so long and you know, yeah. I've said it one way. I'm like, well, I don't, you know, I'm certainly not an authority, but... K-spell. But yeah, I was, so yeah. I introduced you to the, um, <laughs> there were two different programs, yours and then uh, Vinyl and Vision that wanted us to pick out a favorite album. And so I kind of picked one for one album, one program, and...
0: I picked Alan out the, picked other, the
3: one. other one. The for, for Vinyl and Vision. With, um, oh, okay, a blonde, okay.
0: A blonde yeah. Redhead song yeah, are you familiar or, uh, with
3: that program? It's kind of, kind of similar, digging into... He may, he... Yeah, we talked about you a little bit too. James, Morita, you two should really like interview each other something. Oh, okay.
2: No, no. I Well, yeah, you had mentioned it to me actually, but no, no, I, I wasn't familiar with it. Uh, but all right. That's cool.
3: Yeah. So yeah. So this was kind of, I introduced Alan to the band. And
2: right yeah so like I said mysterious because even in reading about this like I had to look up further to see who actually played what on it because they just have these like uh like for mm-hmm. Edward it said the prophet Casapel and uh Phil Knight it said the Silverman and it just said mm-hmm. uh, performer for all of them it just said performer <laughs> yeah
0: I think that Edward and Phil are kind of keyboardists like you know right like that's okay. the main main thing and then like uh Bob who who passed away the, the year the album was, was released. Oh, really? Uh, played guitar, He's yeah. Guitar, sitar oh,
3: okay. and bass.
0: Yeah, and right. then uh, N- Niels
2: Van Horn was a permanent member for a long time. Right, at time right, right. and important, a very important member because Horn's Loomed, horns uh, yeah. Horns Loom lo, uh, loom large On, on yeah. this album For sure Right A lot of saxophone yeah. Yes Right
3: yeah. yeah Yeah a lot of great yeah, saxophone
2: and, and also The guitars sort of Take a backseat To the other stuff To the keyboards And the horns And everything else Yeah that's going But there's some pretty yeah, cool sometimes. There's some pretty yeah. cool Guitar stuff Oh I mean, there are For sure For sure yeah, But it's yeah. not a, It's not a guitar uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. H- Heavy album and, yeah. and it's funny At first I was like I didn't I said Well what's the connection Between uh, your band uh, Double V and, uh, and this band But then in listening to your record more and doing it Oh yeah, I, I do see connections Actually, I do, especially in the way you uh, You sing uh, You and Edward both have a very I don't know how to describe the vocal style But it's a very plaintive uh, Sort of, I don't know How would you describe, <laughs> how do well, you describe I mean, your That's, that's so, uh, so funny that you would say that
0: I mean, I'm I'm I was a huge I still am a big Sid Barrett fan.
2: Uh, Right, okay. Um,
0: Obviously, I don't have the accent. Right,
2: right, right, right.
0: Uh, And Edward gets compared to Sid quite a bit. I think it's really a coincidence. I don't think that he, you know, I think it's just a heavy British accent. Uh, I was actually looking it up the other night trying to figure out if if, if it was like they lived in the same area in England, but there's so many different english accents you know? yeah
2: I, yeah i think it's more just the the, the style and uh, like i said it's yeah. a very in your face sort of uh, pronounced and and the way it is it the 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 vocals end up coming very upfront and it kind of makes you listen to like what oh what is he saying because it's like you know yeah. usually a singer melody singing a great melody maybe you won't Pay right attention to what's being said right away You're just listening to the melody but with this Kind of vocals the the Lyrics kind of come out at you yeah. Right away mm-hmm.
0: you know yeah, Edward's very yeah. poetic his
3: voice draws you in You want to listen yes, to exactly. anything Anything coming out of his mouth you know <laughs> Sometimes he'll more like speak you know Or you tell a little story rather than Exactly singing.
2: well that's the other part the Storytelling nature of it and that's also Yeah Alan the, uh, and that's what I hear in your guys music also I, I hear some of that and uh, yeah yeah. So it kind of draws you in and yeah, it's really good. But they, so do you have like, do you have other friends? Like, have you guys turned a lot of people onto this band or is it just like, do you, do you bring it up to people and they're like, Oh no, I, I sort of heard of them, but I don't really know. We have a few friends that are fans.
3: Yeah. We have a few friends that are established fans, but yeah, this is one of the bands that I always automatically, if you're just talking music with somebody, you know, are you familiar with the legendary Pink Dots? Cause right. Yeah, like- times out of 10, they won't be. And it's just one of those things that, they deserve so much more recognition, but for whatever reason, have always been under the radar.
2: Yeah, but but if someone's into a certain type of music, especially if they're into like, you know, early Pink Floyd and uh, Sid Barrett and things like that, yeah, they, they would love it. Right. Because the songs... Something I really like about the the album is, even though some, some of the songs are longer and they're kind of jam-like, but they're not really... When you listen to them, they're very meticulously, very meticulously put together, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. With what they're doing with the keyboards and the horns and the other instruments and the sounds. So it all... Interweaves, but it's never uh, gratuitous. It isn't like a yeah, gratuitous yeah, jamming yeah. at all, right? Yeah, it's, that's a perfect description. Yeah,
0: there's also like a kind of a, and I don't know the right word. Me and Barb were talking about er- earlier. There's like a Middle Eastern Indian ethnic thing going on. Oh yeah, on. yeah, right, right. Uh, and I can't quite pigeonhole, you know. what the right word is it's almost
2: it's also weird because they're uh, in reading about them sometimes they they say they're like dutch they say like a anglo-dutch but they're really from england they formed in england right london yeah Yeah. so what what happened Mm -hmm. did they end up going (laughs) did they end up uh, amsterdam or what yeah
3: they lived there for a while but yeah yeah he's british and the album itself was Recorded like on the border of Holland and Germany, so
0: wasn't recorded like at the Hornblowers? or, or, or sorry hornblower. Uh, well, yeah, Niels, that's
3: how we
2: call on the record. He calls himself yeah. yeah. Niels van Hornblower. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, it was recorded at his house, and they mainly just improvised for about a month before they started. Kind of laying stuff down and
2: ah okay so before we uh, start listening to the record I'm just curious uh, Barb you already you you knew this album and you love this album and you played it for Alan Alan uh, did you get it right away or did it did it uh, take you yeah a little I mean while? I got it right away like we I mean.
0: I think I particularly remember, you know, we've been on a lot of trips together, road trips and Barb, you know, we'll bring CDs together. And this is, you know, very like kind of important to our to our lives, to me, you know. Yeah. From listening to the song. I just re- remember it at night listening to this song. Oh, right. Dri- driving. Barb's driving. <laughs> Barb's, <laughs> Barb's the driver of the family. Oh, OK. Uh, OK. And uh, just kind of being like blown away by it. You know, yeah, and, and and picking up on the on on the sort of you know influences that I liked already, you know, right, Um, and then just sort of it kind of hypnotized me, really. You it know?
2: is that's another good word to describe it because it is a lot of it is very hypnotizing, but it's also with me it's the same thing because a lot of times I'll I'll get records that I've never heard before and it'll take me a while to get into it, but I was kind of uh, drawn in yeah. right away, like the first me listen. Too. I'm like, me oh, too. okay, yeah, this is good. I'm I'm into this.
0: And Barb's probably heard it so many more times than us, so...
2: Right, right, right.
0: You, know, you, you probably has like, a different connection with it, maybe. I don't know.
3: Right. Well, you really can't go wrong anything. <laughs> 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 any, any other albums. I mean, you can't, you
2: know, in my opinion. I'm right. Right. Not- all right. So let's, uh, before we get, uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to play most of the, not all the tracks. And, and also this is the kind of, this is another kind of record where it's hard to just play a little, like I'm going to play clips of it and some of them right at the beginning and some a little further in, but yeah. it's hard because a lot of their songs really uh, take their time Transform. and uh, yeah, take their develop. Time build oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so I, I, I definitely recommend people, uh, you know, after you listen to the entire podcast and the greatest thing I learned is that I always buy the uh, music that I'm going to do and they actually have a band camp. They have their own band camp uh, that I was able to buy this album from them, the band camp. So I always figure that's the best way to do it. Yeah, they probably, well, that's great. You know, hopefully they get the money. So that is uh, Legendary Pink Dots 1 dot bandcamp.com that's where you can get this and you can get tons of their other albums but I, it's weird because they have like two other band camps too <laughs> but I but this is the one that I purchased The right Maria well Dimensions
3: Edward from. he also has his own like solo stuff oh he has okay okay, okay. For yeah, and yeah, then yeah all sorts of side projects and collaborations yeah people.
2: so if you're I'm telling people if you're into if this sounds like it's up your alley you could go down a rabbit hole for like months if you wanted to oh yeah
3: <laughs> yeah years really
2: yeah yeah um, well have you done that have you gone down Rabbit like have you, you yeah. you've been a fan since the 90s so right. have you like sampled like just about all their stuff?
3: I I couldn't claim to have heard everything Right. yeah I've heard heard quite a bit of it. But, I mean I love how he, <laughs> they'll put out so many different like demos and you know first tries and I mean right. live and yeah. all sorts of different. And how many times have you seen them live? Oh I've seen them three
0: times. Oh really? You. Oh nice. Seven, yeah.
3: seven times I think. Yeah. Yeah, they're about to, they're touring for the new album um, I saw that. this fall. And let's see, they'll be in Orlando near you then on November 3rd. So you should go. Road
2: trip to Orlando. All right. Well, that's yeah, something that's that could immediate. happen. They seem like, yeah, they seem like they would be a really cool, cool band to see live. And I imagine they they do have like a really devoted fan base that probably when they do come out are probably going to come out and see them for sure. Right?
3: Yeah, I would I would hope so. Yeah, I would think so. We sure we travel all the time. I've only actually seen them once in Oklahoma City. And that was in 2004. Oh, okay. Venue, okay. Theater,
2: but. All right. So let's get into the uh, the opening track. It's a hypnotic, like we said, slow turning opener. Let's listen to a little bit of disturbance. and yeah, that's So we, mm-hmm. di- we didn't even make it up to the saxophone where the saxophone comes in, which is really awesome at about the three-minute mark. But I'm going to play some of that underneath, too, because then the the, um, uh, the saxophone and the organs kind of carry the song throughout to the end. And, yeah, it just keeps uh, mm-hmm. developing and opening up. And, yeah, it's great.
0: Probably scare a little kid. Yeah, it's kind of a spooky, you know, opener.
2: But the lyrics are so good. He's got a very poetic, we're we're the watchers of disaster, we're the dancers on your tomb, we're the invisible invaders of your privacy, your dreams. Uh, Yeah, just really good lyrics. Obviously very, you know, trippy sounding. He's talking about melting red rungs on the ladder and things like that. I was wondering, you, Barb, would probably know this, but is there, is there any tongue-in-cheekness in any of the lyrics going on? I, I noticed there's um, religious things in some of the songs, but do you think that, or do you think they're, they're playing it totally straight? He's playing it totally straight. Oh, no, I
3: think he's always has a little something in his back pocket. He does, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, I mean, they were really into German bands of the 70s at that time. Oh, like, okay.
0: Yeah, Chrome. Wait, Chrome? Yeah, the band Chrome? Yeah. Uh, like San Francisco band, I think. 70s.
1: Okay. <laughs>
3: Right there, yeah, this out, the song just really sets the scene, I think, for the whole album. Just really...
0: It's a staple of their live show, too, I believe, right? It played at least twice
3: when I was. Right, yeah, we've been lucky to see it, them perform it, I guess, yeah, the last two times.
2: Yeah, yeah sure. and like I said, it's great because I got sucked in immediately from the first song just the way it uh just sort of took its time and builds and it's so good and then and then it goes into something really kind of different because the guitar this next one has like the pretty acoustic guitar melody that opens up and uh let's listen to a we can discuss it after let's listen to a little of pennies for heaven
1: Chasing the carrion, we watched the silver bird explode. We tiptoed through the barrier of smoke and took a hand. We found it unconnected. We were dining on the wreckage. White napkins round our necks, we took our plastic spoons and ate. We ate until we couldn't move Till sunset turned the desert red And startled souls ascended to oblivion Paradise, it has its price. We're forced to crawl through needles' eyes Our prize, our choice We rarely make the right it has its price We're false to crawl through needles eyes so
2: basically what they're saying you can't buy your way into heaven right yeah
0: it's it, I love this song I think it's, it's my so favorite good song. it really is good it's got this like orchestral thing going throughout it and builds right
3: it's been a military drum. yeah,
0: yeah really well that, that yeah song. I'm gonna
2: play that underneath because we didn't get up to that yet Uh, the more the horns and then that marching drums, yeah, it's really good. And uh, another band, uh, some of this reminded me of that I uh, that I have listened to that I really like, the uh, Pretty Things. Pretty Things. Yeah, the uh, Pretty Things. De- definitely, uh, they're also kind of an obscure band. Uh, I-, I think the Pretty Things were actually late '60s, early '70s. But uh, yeah, uh, there's one song in particular of an album that we covered a couple years ago, but that reminded this opening reminded me of. It.
4: In the she flowers. The scent the air. I feel like I
2: know them, but I don't know them. You would like, yeah, yeah you guys, yeah. you if you love we'll this, we'd yeah. love the... Yeah. Pretty- you would for sure. Yeah. So, are you? um Well, obviously, I can tell from your music that you're uh, lyric people. You don't just write, you know. Which is fine. I always right. say some some bands aren't. That's not their main thing, and that's fine too. Sometimes, you know, you don't always have to have these uh, evocative, like right. uh, poetic lyrics to make a great pop song. But that's going on here for sure, right? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. They
3: had said that the the lyrics predated the song.
2: Yeah, well, oh, yeah, you could yeah. kind of you could kind of tell that because a lot of the songs they don't run a regular me. It's almost like they're sort of uh, flowing through the song, like they had the lyrics and he's just getting them through the song. And and there are melodies. There's great little melodies that comes to it, but it's definitely not just like verse chorus verse chorus.
0: Yeah, this song is kind of like a, a ballad, you know. Yeah, almost. yeah, yeah, right. And uh, I love that lyric: the the fat man with the guilty face.
2: Yes, right. You know, <laughs> yeah. Held back and tried to hide his case. Wasn't this song
0: Barbara? Do you know? Was this song about like a crash or something?
3: He said, "Yeah, you know, it was about a a dream, like a bad dream he'd had of a plane crash, and that he needed to purge it. So he, I guess, wrote the lyrics.
0: That's really interesting.
3: Ah, uh,
2: yeah. Well, there's very. I I feel there's a lot of parts of this album that's very dream dreamlike." Oh, for sure right yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah for sure all right and now we get third s- similar to the previous song also where the lyrics are very non-traditional uh, they ha- there's rhymes but they're internal rhymes like you know to them as they go along it's not like uh, again not verse chorus verse but let's listen to a little bit of third secret
1: new martyrs swinging in the wind the dead eyes searching for messiahs in the stars the bodies carrying the stars but no confession no concession no sympathy the laughter from the front row buzzing loudly now in bars over in a basket in the darkest corners of the central station passing round the spirit that drove Rommel to his desert pole smashed diamonds with the gold in the and Brazil, and through the savage. In the name of Mary and the witch with the butcher's eyes, her ankles
2: on the Sabbath. <laughs> yeah, those are mm-hmm. some great lines. Uh, just when we were fading out, there. Right. You would know more than me. There's definitely I detect a lot of cynicism as far as religion is concerned. That's going on a lot here, right?
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of religious and philosophy concepts in his lyrics and just interesting stories. And this one you know, has a little more history in it. You know, he mentions Erwin Rommel there. And that oh, yeah. was a, a German commander who was implicated in the plot to assassinate Hitler. Oh, right, right.
2: right. Yeah. <laughs> I did read something about that. Right. Yeah.
3: He was offered either trial and execution or suicide by a cyanide pill and chose the right. latter. So. Yep. interesting to weave him into this one yeah, very interesting
2: yeah yeah the uh yeah the uh i love the line the the priest is passing around the mm. dish our lady's selling tissues for the tears for yeah, all the years great. of blessed rape in the name of our sweet lord so yeah definitely some mm-hmm. yeah. cynicism yeah, song, going on there
3: it ends you know with that sample of like an old 78 recording of ave maria I don't know if you'll hear that in your program or not but i love how it kind of ends on that mysterious kind
0: yes of- yeah and it has this outro too that's really kind of go. It kind of gets pop. It's really weird. It, it, it has those sort of seventies pop chord change. Right. That, yeah, that's really it kind of almost sticks out. You know. Yeah. Like at, well, at, there
2: is there is pop in there. That's that's why yeah. I said at first I didn't see the connection to your music in this because you guys are are very pop. Obviously, you guys love a, a great a pop you know song, right? Uh, but yeah, I get it, it's all in there. It, it, it is in there, and it's in there with the, what they do too. Even though um, it's not—that's that, what I said. That's why I appreciated the fact that even though they're long, sort of you could think they're mm-hmm. jammy songs, but they're but they're really not. They're very well put together and arranged for a certain. You could tell there was there's a lot of care going on in how they're uh, putting the songs together. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, now this next one, the Green Kings, is another one that just sort of builds and builds i'm going to bring in the clip a little bit a couple minutes into it because it okay. just it has this great build-up i mean it's great but obviously i'm not going to play for four minutes right here yeah, yeah. but long song but the really? electronic sounds mingling with the horns and everything is is uh it's just it's really great so let's listen to a little bit into the green Kings. <laughs> right there i love how that that yeah. just those sounds make the rhythm to it and everything Ooh.
0: It's yeah. like a ratchet, yeah. Like frog stick Frog stick or ratchet, I can't tell
2: Right, uh, well th- that's the thing Alan, you were talking about before It's its hard to tell what's doing what Right, because yeah. sometimes you hear, is that horns Or is that a, a synthesizer Yeah, yeah,
0: uh, I think they mix it up pretty well I yeah. think they
2: do, and it's and it's funny Because it makes it sound, in a way It sounds like old world, could be from the 60s But then it also sounds very modern At times yeah. and, uh, It has this like laser gun yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> Yeah
0: it kind of reminds me of in strange places uh, in the middle of the song, like a Doors song or something. You know, like oh, it has Okay. This, okay. Um, I I don't know if Barb, if you feel the same way, but I I was listening to it last night and I was like, there's something like the Doors, like the end, or you know, you know. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's a great song. That's
2: fair. Yeah, and there's also I I, I didn't mean to downplay the guitar player because there's some great guitar playing uh, towards the end of it, uh, some soloing that. Father Yeah, yeah, there's some cool Pistorius they um, call Father Pistorius, yeah, yeah. is Bob a right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Uh yeah, great great stuff toward the end of it.
0: Oh uh, one, one little side note yeah, on, on on Bob who, who had died, you know, but the year this came out. Um
2: How did he die? How did he die? Cancer. Oh wow. I think he's older.
0: I think okay. he's older. That's up. um but uh he um Edward says on his on the website that uh we lost our finest musician and, and firm friend, Bob Pistor, to lung cancer, a wonderful guitarist and good man who, in his youth, had been asked to stand in for Sid by Pink Floyd when the former went AWOL on a Dutch tour. Oh, wow. But there's there's that. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's some pretty heavy-duty cred right there, right?
0: Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to get that in, yeah.
2: That's great. And, and there's really no way around it. I mean, some of this I'm thinking... God, it, it almost sounds like what Pink Floyd would have been doing if Sid had stayed in the band. <laughs> perhaps, <laughs> perhaps, them, right? yeah, yeah, perhaps. Not to lessen them or saying that they're aping it. It's just, I think it's like you said. It's a more in their delivery and then in those accents, too, yeah. which, yeah, which yeah, when the you accents, do that kind yeah. of delivery, the accent gets pronounced. It gets even yeah. more pronounced, right? And I'm not. I'm. I'm personally
0: not a big Pink Floyd fan. I'm a huge. I love Piper's at the Gates of Dawn. Yeah. Right. Yeah uh, and I love Sid solo stuff. I know you you had someone else interview about one of Sid's first albums, I think
2: Madcap Laughs, oh yeah, we did yeah, the Madcap
0: Laughs yeah, I, and I love how like the guy was really mad at the members of Pink Floyd yes,
2: yes, you yeah. Know?
0: oh yeah that was really interesting, anyway, I just wanted to throw that in there
2: <laughs> it is um, alright, so now we get another timeless again, kind of timeless sounding like this song The Ocean Cried Blue Murder I can't tell when, Like, if, if I didn't know I wouldn't know when this song was made, which is kind of cool, you know Mm-hmm. That it—it's the opposite of sounding uh, dated. Like it, there's no dated sounds. So. Yeah,
0: 1991.
2: Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Very good.
3: Maritime piano guitar feel. Yeah, love it. Yes, for sure. Yeah. yeah, the ocean cried
2: blue murder.
1: We drown it quick Before it hatches
4: We wash it
1: down With absinthe Flush it out With roses Captain turns The hoses On the crawling crowd
2: holly wistful sound even though i have no idea what he's singing about in this one
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> it's another one of his mysterious stories but it's
2: great and and all right here's another thing i was going to ask you which you'll know more than me but it's hard to imagine that drugs weren't involved at some point in the making of this music i have no it's hard idea to say i
3: mean it's really hard to say right. right yeah i really couldn't comment on it. No? no idea <laughs> okay. I've, I've never actually seen him talk about him that aspect of it at
2: all. So I I really didn't know. Well, it's funny in in doing psychedelic, we've done psychedelic album before and, and we've sometimes people made the point, well, if it's good psychedelic, it's taking the place of the drugs. You know, you don't have to do the drugs because it's the music is to make you feel like you're on drugs. All you right, know, oh,
3: right. This music transports you regardless of your state of mind. Yeah, I think so. I agree. I agree.
0: You know, there's a really cool uh, bridge, too, where he says we're much too old and much too drunk to hold a conversation. It's almost like a different song.
1: We're much too old and much too drunk to hold a conversation.
0: Like right, right, right. It goes into this little part, which it has like a this like weird quarter note pipe sounds or something you know oh, okay uh, i love it
2: yeah well i think that's what i was saying before with that some of it seems a little a tongue-in-cheek like they they kind of know what they're doing when they do that when they kind of break through uh, the wall and and like you said it's almost like a different song within the song and yeah it's, it's, it's all also, very it's just a uh, clever little,
0: tiny bridge that happens like for like 12 seconds right and it goes, right, then right. it goes back to the piano i love stuff like that it's great yeah me too (laughs) too. (laughs) all
2: right so the next one belladonna is a little more a traditional uh song structure on this one but still uh really pretty let's listen to belladonna
1: Belladonna See blue marshmallow eyes Belladonna Sees you is just a disguise She sees nothing But grey
4: Belladonna
1: Ice cool Shaken not stirred Belladonna and leave the word, she would wash the day away. And as I faded through the years, she found an answer to the tears. It wasn't wise. But no, no humble mortal
2: ever match those eyes. (laughs) Yeah, really nice. That's a really nice song.
3: Yeah. Very kind of plaintive.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's it. And and, uh, he does have a very, uh, the delivery just makes it even more plaintive. And like I said, it kind of draws you in, right?
3: Right, yeah. Edward had said that he wrote the lyrics when he was written. <clears throat> while he was standing ankle deep in the Aegean Sea while wearing a cape. <laughs> you can just kind of picture As one that. does. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love it. But sea blue marshmallow eyes. You know, you just picture someone with eyes that color.
2: Right, right, right. I was going to ask you have, have you ever thought have you ever covered a any legendary pink dot song and, and have you ever thought of that or have you done we it we
3: haven't that would be an interesting challenge I'm yes not, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah in the last 24 hours i've thought about like which you know yeah you know, out of these songs you know i don't think it would be belladonna no <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: well I, um, lo- I mean this song is really popular though by the way this is like their one of their biggest like Spotify wise,
2: you know, okay, number, well, I, numbers wise. I can't imagine like going to a show must be so hard because they have so much to draw from, oh, obviously, I know, right? right? I guess yeah. it, it. they kind of in a way they kind of remind me of uh guided by voices, like it's very uh, yeah. daunting for someone just discovering them. It, it's uh, kind of daunting, you know, deep, deep. yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you can go, you can yeah, it's
0: kind of what, well, it, it's intimidating, like guided it is, by voices. Yeah. I, I'm not, I mean, I'm somewhat of a fan from afar. But I've got friends that love, you know, just are huge fans. Right. And uh, it's hard to get into sometimes a band that has so much material. No, you know, no. Where no, do I real, start? Where do I start?
2: Yeah, the only the best way is to have someone who really lo- knows them and loves them. And make you uh, yeah take like a mixtape of it. That's the like, best way. I think. Yeah, you know?
0: I think people would say B thousand. You know. for Yeah, Body but Boys still, and, there's yeah. there's
2: so much more, and it, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I agree. So that's the best way. <laughs> I'm not even. I mean, I'm a big fan, but I'm not one of these fans that gets like they, they just put out he puts out too many records it's ridiculous you know you yeah can't. solo
0: records too right yeah, yeah. of course yeah. as
2: we as during this podcast he's probably he's probably, probably put out he's two recorded records. another <laughs> yeah. album yeah yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: alright so this next one I have a I have a theory about this next one uh, Space Between let me know what you think I don't know, should I tell you, should I listen to it and tell you well I'll just tell you <laughs> to me, it's a psychedelic take on Jim Carroll's People Who Died, just lyrically. Think Jim Carroll's People Who Died when you listen to lyric closest to a space between them.
1: I'm just the rain They believe to Eternal rest, eternal Rust I soak the dust that covers Him, I wait for all The others, they All have names They all Have names When Harry Was a bright young spark That grew and burned old
2: So maybe it's me reaching a little, but he's mentioning different people. Like Billy was in a car crash and he's got Red Harry. And then he's got Georgie was cut on Hitler's knee and Jane. And so it's like different people coming to these d- different ends. So that's just sort of what it uh, it r- reminded me of.
3: Right. Yeah. There's a lot of ways you could interpret this song. There's someone online that said that they thought like Red Harry was referring to a spark that caused the great fire of London. Oh, and right. <laughs> that Georgie was referring to George S. Patton, you know, cut on Hitler's knee. You know, Atlantis, you know, sneezed away a continent with me, the sea, Atlantis, like overcoming the continent. Yeah. So, very interesting way to think of it.
0: Sorry, this song sealed the deal for me. Oh, like, okay. okay. Like, this, uh, you know, when I first heard this, it was like, this is a good album. You know, <laughs> like, this is it. You know, you could end right. the, the album with the song and you get out, you know.
3: You even said, when I said, let's talk about the Maria dimension, you said, is that the, we all have names? ah okay okay that's funny I have that,
2: yeah I have that highlighted in my notes too because that we all have names that's like yeah. a big that was a big thing for me too that, that, yeah
0: the, totally the, the, the thing in the song
2: and he actually I read Edward had a really good quote about this song he said it's about the idea that events have personalities mm-hmm. which, I, which I thought was brilliant <laughs> yeah.
3: right yeah I'm giving history a face really
2: yes yeah right 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 uh, so I was gonna ask you What's a live, what's a legendary Pink Dots live show like? Like what's their uh, configuration? And
3: well, it has varied a lot over yeah. the years. And yeah, Alan has seen him kind of in a more a little bit more stripped down. I haven't seen well, haven't I seen with Horn Horn guy? No, he no. left the year
0: 2008 or something. Yeah,
3: like. kind of shortly before we got together, I think. Yeah. So so I mean they'll use some samples and things like that. But um okay. I think right now they have four or five people in the lineup.
0: Yeah. Only three last time we saw him, I think. It was just right. It was three last time. It was a guitar it... player. He's been with him for a little bit, and but it was great though. I mean, they 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 use you know they'll use backing tracks a little bit, but right, just they definitely you know will not strip it down. You
3: know, right,
2: right. So, yeah, no, it's
3: just as mesmerizing you know yeah. now as it was when it was. Oh, I really want to see them. I think I think
2: I'm going to make that road trip up to Orlando because I really he should. yeah, see oh, them. I do.
3: All
2: right, so now uh, evolution the longest track on the album and kind of like the showpiece of the album i feel like because it's got it's another one that just takes its time it's got that swelling uh intro so again yeah yeah, i'll start it a few minutes in and then just a great uh great again seemingly stream of conscious like a lot of the lyrics seem stream of conscious but they're obviously they're not uh they're they're just too good you know but uh let's listen to a little bit of evolution This is really cool. There's a lot of cool shit going on in this song, right? Mm
3: Mm-hmm. Very layered, otherworldly.
2: Oh, God, when that baby crying came in, that just freaked me out. Yeah, it's very tribal and... Yes. Yeah. Very, very tribal. And I I love what he's singing. If we'd never taken anything, but only given, if we could forgive, forget and rearrange the patterns. If you'd never thrown a stone or split the atom, ate the apple. I, I mean, he's sort of going through uh, everything. Yeah existence and I, I that's what i love about it that it's called evolution but it almost could be d it could be called de evolution the way it yeah. feels you know and it ends with
0: it ends with the, then maybe in the next life we'd be dolphins yes right it's sort of a reference <laughs> to uh
3: well, we debated that it could be you know hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy reference or yeah
2: ah okay mm-hmm. okay i didn't even think of that
3: but probably not i don't know there's also the neurologist john lilly the experiments like communicating with dolphins and Right, I could have something to do with it, but
0: yeah, that's it's got so many layers that song. It kind of kind of has some really cool guitar work to, towards the end there.
3: Right, yeah. it's a great ending for the vinyl version. Yeah, then.
0: yeah.
2: You know. Right, right. Yeah, because the vinyl version just had those eight songs. And then you, so when you got this, um, you you obviously had the CD probably, right? Barb? When, right, when you had yeah. gotten it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it had the extra songs and you picked a couple of songs. This next one, really pretty. Again, mournful, like another mournful sounding song, right? Yeah. Is it Shiradurama? Shira yeah.
3: Shiradurama. <laughs> Is that how <laughs> nice we're try, pronouncing um.
2: it? Let's do it. I think you did good. All right, let's listen to it. much
0: mm, pretty close uh, that song yeah that's a great song it's, I, it's sort of like um you know for the people who got the album uh, the vinyl man they missed out on that yeah one. yeah right <laughs> that's a uh, awesome
3: mm-hmm. yeah is it a harp or harp samples I'm not sure there.
0: a harp sample it's probably a keyboard yeah like a you know they had, they had some pretty expensive gear i think keyboard wise synthesizer wise
2: yeah uh, uh, for the time 1991 it's hard, like I said, it's, it's hard to find much about it because there's a lot of yeah. mystery as to what's going on as opposed Completely, to, you yeah. know, some things you read and they'll tell you everything, you know, everything's what right, it yeah. is. Right,
3: yeah. I thought I was like, okay, I finally need to know this many years later, what does charade drama mean? And, and <laughs> look it up and you know, I still have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: I was thinking he's just playing, it's the drama and... Yeah, I looked up the word and I couldn't find anything for charade. it. Charade. Well, he's I sort say, of taking charade, charade, charade yeah, be and a, drama together. Yeah, like the yeah, charade yeah. and drama of life. That's That's how I out of it. I, you know, I'm probably totally It's a base. great
0: chorus, though. Choose your masks and raise your armor Eyes down for <laughs> right. uh. Awesome.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm going to Transition.
2: F- when I go see them in Orlando, I'm going to yell that out. Hopefully they'll play it. It looks
3: like a groupie. Look out
2: there. Right. Uh, All right. So the one other song that Barb wanted to play was Expresso Noir. Oh, yeah. And uh, more like night, you you know, we were saying before that some of it's kind of dream-like and this one's nightmare-like almost to me. Like I almost like unsettling. It gave me a little unsettled feeling. Yeah. Which is good. It tells a
3: story of a (laughs) train ride and makes you feel
2: yes. like you're on that train yeah yeah I agree. oh yeah yeah the the music sounds like uh like the train yeah the tempo and then the ooze the
3: ooze for the train horn yeah you know
0: so yep just... I, I didn't pick up on that until today it was really weird
2: oh
3: nice but, yeah
0: <laughs> but because Barb was playing it downstairs and I was like right. yeah sound totally sounds like a train ride right it really it's does. got this crowd route Kraut rock sort of thing.
2: Yes, right. Which yeah, we didn't mention that, but that's also in some of the some of this as well. It's just all sorts of stuff going on. Let's listen to Expresso Noir. selling never stops at the stations you know and all i want is coffee and get off this train Mm -hmm.
0: i was kind of i was kind of noticing he he kind of runs out of breath on the word atlantis so it's kind of cool it's like yeah well he's trying to get yeah yeah, he's trying to get
2: all these words in (laughs) yeah it's it's neat it is neat yeah
0: he kind of reminds me a little there's some sid barrett there like you know
2: yeah, yeah, but yeah. but it's all good, right? It's all yeah. uh, it's all great, it's all and uh, yeah, this I tell you, I can't I can't say enough how uh, much I enjoyed uh, this record and enjoyed, and I'm definitely going to be diving more into the legendary Pink Dots. Uh, so I, thank you for that. It's so great, you know. I've been doing this show like five years now, and I still keep discovering uh, new stuff. Awesome. Yeah, it is.
3: Awesome. Glad to introduce them to you because yeah, it's just strange how you know prolific the band is, and then. How much attention they've gotten I don't think it really is Quite where it should be but.
2: No, no Well, that's the case how, how many bands can we name That that's the case Right, of, right? Probably right. most of the bands we like <laughs> Yeah All right, so uh, Double V uh, The new album is Treat Her Strangely uh, uh, is, uh, The best place for people to go Is a-, a
3: band camp? Yeah, absolutely That goes right to us Or, you know, any of the Digital retailers Or our website We sell CDs of it Or our first two our first album in our EP before that
2: and how about shows have you guys uh, ventured out uh, are, you, are you venturing out
3: no yeah. we're on hold at the moment you know pandemic situations and <laughs> um, we did recruit a couple of members and have been practicing and
2: oh, okay, we'll nice.
3: potentially play later this fall but we'll just kind of wait and see it may end up being spring just depending on how quick they get these vaccinations reformulated and all that, so yep. being cautious. <laughs>
2: but yeah, everyone uh, I I definitely recommend checking out uh, to Strangely and uh, other me. but it's great, it's really great. I've been enjoying that too and it's uh, it's really good stuff, so uh, very well uh, produced, I mean it sounds great and great songs, so what else do you want, right? What, what more do you want? Mm-hmm. Also, I just want to remind everyone that uh, if you want to check out uh, Legendary Pink Dots, they have a bank account. Legendary Pink Dots 1.0 that bandcamp.com. That's where you can buy this album that we just listened to and 40 other albums that they have up there. It's amazing. Yeah, it's great. So I really appreciate that. Uh, don't forget, everyone, on Instagram and Facebook, you can follow me at at that record got me high. Also, that Facebook group got me high. On Twitter, it's at podcast. You can email me at trgmh33 at gmail.com Most importantly I do you I hope you people appreciate people that are regular listen to this show that I don't start out talking about Squarespace or or, or drug supplements or or whatever bullshit. That nothing. The reason you don't have to hear any of that is because of my patrons. So if anyone wants to if you're a regular listening to the show and you wanna help out, uh, you just go to patreon.com forward slash drjmh. And, and like I will tell people I'm not saying you won't ever hear that Because I'm not saying if someone throws enough money at me I'll probably shill just about anything But you know, I'm just, you know, uh, I'm human But for now, we could keep it going Just with uh, Patreon So go to patreon.com forward slash I would appreciate it Guys, this was really great I really appreciated uh, this record And you guys were great guests Alan Barb Best uh, Thank you very City. much, Robert We cannot
3: wait to meet you We'll take you to dinner next time we're in Florida We'll call you Rob Awesome. <laughs> Robert, you can call. Robert, Sorry, Rob, I was looking at the screen it. again.
2: Robert, <laughs> so no, cool, worries. no worries. Be. No worries. All right. Stay safe, guys. Thanks again. Thank you. You too, Robert. Take care, Rob. All right. <laughs> Bye. We are out of here.